All right, so what we're gonna talk about right now is we're gonna talk about fear. I was looking back at my data analysis of aggressive coaching, and I was looking at the analytics and stuff, and just you know trying to see where the, the where the hot spots are, so to speak. You know where are the hot spots on the program for the audience, for you, for the client, for the prospect, for the avatar, so to speak, if you're thinking it from the business side. So what I realized is that there was a lot of, it, it kind of, everything kind of led back, all the roads kind of led back to fear, fearful of change, um, fearful of, of a new environment, fearful of a new mindset, fearful of a new habit, um, fearful of a new way of living, right? Maybe fearful of new friends because you're going to have to cut some people off. Um, fearful of taking a new route in life. Fearful of taking the first step. How about taking a step back now, right? How about fearful of just talking about this right now? And maybe this is one of those first steps. Put, um, get it from somebody else so you can paint a good picture about yourself because maybe sometimes um, our mind thinks about you know, it, it tries to generate, we're gonna, we're gonna dig deeper into that right now, but have you ever asked yourself that question? You know, where fearful and where does the fear come from? Okay, I know it comes from my head and my mind, but where does it come from? You know, why am I scared of that stuff? Why am I fearful of change? Why am I fearful of telling that person this or that? Why am I fearful of telling my boss? Why am I fearful of applying for that job? Why am I fearful of starting my own? Why am I fearful to move out, taking a new course? you know, focusing on a different person, whatever it is. So you have to ask yourself these questions and we're gonna dive into it right now. But I just want you to, to get that um, noodling in your head, so to speak. Um, so fear, right? Why are we fearful? And, and because as we build as people, as we grow, as time goes on, we're growing as well. And we have to evolve all together. Otherwise you can't, you know, it's you can, how many times can you teach an old dog a new trick, right? So it's it's very rare and sometimes, and also it's a vice versa as well. So you might as well, right? Find more methods, more methodologies. Don't rely on don't rely on one resource. And we know what happens when we rely on one person, one resource, one thing, one car, one investment, one job, one this, right? Um, I'm gonna take this from school. We did a report on Venezuela. And we were trying to figure out why Venezuela, or the professor was, trying to, was teaching us uh, why Venezuela is where it's at right now. I think they have like over 2,000% inflation, might be more, I that the zero is wrong. I uh, can't remember offhand, but um, for the longest time, they have the, lo the largest oil reserves or depository, whatever you want to call it. And it was working this whole time. They were getting the money, they were doing the exporting, it was doing the country well, but, but they only relied on oil this whole time, all this time. They never tried to reinvest it into other resources, allocate it to other programs, new budgets, you know, new, new policies, new investments, right? New infrastructure. They didn't do that, they just relied on the oil. And that's what happens when you rely on one resource, one job, one income, one way of thinking. Okay, so this, so on my, um, and I'm taking all this away from my program as well. Um, once you take my classes, you also read pages on here. Um, so each week you read, um, you read one or two things that I put together in my program 
that's on the members only site. And, um, and so you have one video, you, you watch one video, you read one of my articles or two, um, you listen to a podcast or an audio clip that I have, and we, and then we meet together and then we do the exercises and then you do one form. Yeah, that's what it is. So it's pretty cool. It takes like the max like 12 minutes, maybe 13 minutes. <sighs> yeah, it's like right around there. So that's the best part again. It's part of our motto, our philosophy here is building effortless discipline. So that's part of it. We want to make it as easy and influential to you as possible because I want you to have that experience. I want you to have that user experience. Um, and within our program, the user interface of it, it's it's really cool. So um, we promote that positive mind, state of mind while we're doing the program. Um, and it happens naturally and organically. That's the best part. So it's always a good time all around. Whenever we meet and talk and we'll go off topic a lot and just sidebar about whatever. And, and it kind of all ties back to whatever topic we're talking about at that time. So I have a lot of stories. <laughs> I have a lot of cool stories from around the world from different <laughs> a lot of different experiences I'll tell you that it's pretty funny <laughs> all right so um, one thing i was trying to get back to was um i put together this video about memory plus imagination equals fear and uh the thumbnail of it is it shows a picture of uh, your brain as um it's broken down into two right it's split in half and it shows your past and your future and um it's highlighting I'm a hot spot in your brain in two places and it's highlighting at the same place right and what they found out is that your past is your memory and that kind of makes sense right like because your memory holds memory from somewhere it grabs data and holds onto it like a bank or like a server where does it come from it takes it in from your eyes from your ears from all of your senses all of your experiences and it holds on to that and guess what your memory plus your imagination. So your memory creates an imagination, a future, and that's what leads to your to your fear, right? So memory versus imagination. So your past is the memory and your future is your imagination. You come up with it in your head based on all of your life experiences and everything that's in your memory part of your brain. Isn't that a trip? <laughs> That tripped me out right now talking about it again. I love talking about this stuff. It just trips me out every time. Oh, man, it's trippy. <laughs> but yeah, um, so memory plus imagination equals fear. Remember that. Remember, whenever you're fearful of something, it's because you're generating it in your head. Either maybe somebody talked about it who failed one time and that stuck in your head. So whenever later in life you try to do that one thing, it's gonna go back to that only thing that it can relate to. Kind of like when you Google something, you know, as soon as you start, you start typing something, it kind of anticipates what you're gonna type. That's what your brain does too. But guess what? Our brains are wired only one way and it leads towards the negative bias side, right? That's what we call the negative, con um, the negative bias uh, confirmation or the confirmation bias. There's a negative side. Like we are, we are naturally wired to think about the negative side. And then that I'll, I go deeper into that in the program. It talks about survivability and our history and the laws of human nature. And we talk about that in the program. Um, but yeah, but going back to the fear. Okay. So it's everything about your past is derived and that's what creates your future. Imagine that. And Einstein even said it too. It's like your imagination holds future events. So would think so you can use that to your advantage. 
use, you think about the future on a positive note every time and you'll have a lot more positive outcomes in life, basically. So I'm gonna play this video real quick. So the brain responds identical when you think about the past or the future, okay? So this is the other side of it, right? And this, so basically what it's saying is your brain doesn't know the difference if you're thinking about something in the future, if you're thinking about something in the past, or if you're thinking about something right now. Oh man, that's deep. <laughs> right? Isn't that a trip? Isn't that a trip? That tripped me out when I learned about that and I had to share it. Um, but And then they go deeper into that and we talk about that stuff too and how you can benefit to your advantage and stuff like that. Um, but that's the best part about this is that there's so much more to learn about this. And I'm just, um, and I'm just like opening the book, closing it. Opening the book, closing it. <laughs> Show the light, close the light. Show the light, close the light. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I want you to take this program, you know, this is a really, really cool program that I have. It's six weeks and we have 12 weeks. So either way, you're going to learn about this. And that's why I'm covering these topics, because they cover both um, up to the 12 weeks. So whether you're taking, whether I'm talking about any topic, you're going to get it in the six or the 12 week. Um, yeah, so, okay, so let's go. I'll, I'll go a little bit more in detail about the, um, about when, when you're thinking about something in your head, your mind doesn't know the difference if you're. If you're looking at somebody like, okay, here's an example. Think about somebody who's not here anymore. Um, a loved one. Um, I would say a loved one because it's going to trigger a lot more emotion in your head. Um, if you can for a second, um, I'll do it too. Um, you know, hold on to somebody you loved uh, who's passed away or, or still here, but they're not presently with you right now. Um, hold, hold a thought hold a really cool thought um that that's really ingrained and, and instilled in your head you know like that one memory that just like you know makes you smile and makes uh you know makes you makes you uh, smile cheek to cheek or something so when your brain is trying to is trying to dish that dish that card to you so you can see it and and think about that it doesn't know if you're looking at that person right now or if you're looking at a picture, or if you're trying to imagine that experience again, it just knows how to dish. It doesn't know how to ask why. Isn't that a trip? So that's why I say, your mind doesn't know the difference between the past or the future. And then we go, we go deeper into that. Um, I'll stop there. <laughs> um, so yeah, so fear also is, um, fear derives from a lot of different factors of life, personal reasons, um, health reasons, family reasons. Um, but either way, even if you take it back another step from that, it's basically you have a lot of clutter in your head. You know, how do I reduce that clutter? How do I distress myself? And I have a, um, I have a, uh, if you go on my Instagram, I have 15 ways to declutter your mind and I'll cover it real quick with you. I'll cover like five of them, um, from ranging from one through 15, just to jump around a little bit. 
So declutter your mind. Um, I'll give you the first one because I think that's very, very important. So let me get some water. The first one is journaling. The best way to declutter your mind to get all that noise, or if you think you have to hold on to everything in your head, right? And this is the one of the factors of those is like, oh, I'll, I'll remember later, right? Remember those? Everybody, everybody says that. Everybody talks to themselves like that. Oh, I'll remember later. Damn right. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, you won't. Right? It's just to convince your mind right now to say that because you're too busy doing something else. You're too emotionally invested into something else at that same time. It trumps um, you trying to write it. Go spending time on it right now. Time and energy. Like, let me go write this down right now because this is very important. It's like, nope, I'm my, my emotion is invested in something else better right now. I'm watching this football game right now. It's all go remember later to go write down on the, whatever, you know, whatever it is. Um, so, um, so to get all those thoughts out of your head onto paper is the best thing. And if you don't um, have any privacy at home or if you don't feel like um, having all those thoughts on paper, um, then um, there's a lot of other different ways. Um, another way I would recommend is you can do voice memos, you know, to yourself. Record yourself, you know, record yourself on, um, I honestly, it's actually right here. I have this, um, I have this voice recorder that I got from Christmas, my parents actually, two years ago, because I kept talking about it. I was like, damn, I wish I had, because I live in um, Santa Cruz County and uh, they live about an hour or so away from me. And I would go over there often, but on the way there, I would make the most of my time, right? Fill in my gaps. Um, that's another section of my program that we go into. Um, I would fill in my gap by listening to a podcast and then I would reflect and I was like, damn, I wish I could write this stuff down right now because I won't remember later because <laughs> I know myself and then, right? And then we go into, we talk about that as well as learning about yourself and changing your bad habits into investable habits. Um, but I got, anyways, going back to the voice recorder, I have it right here. Um, best investment, best investment, because it's helped me write my books too. Um, you know, when you have those thoughts when you're driving, um, that goes into another state of mind um, called theta sometimes. Um, but that's another section that's in the 12 week program. Um, but yeah, um, you get these really cool thoughts or ideas, right? Sometimes throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, maybe you have those one or two cool thoughts every three or four months or something. And, and you're like, man, if I only would have wrote that stuff down, I would have been a millionaire right now or whatever it is. You know, sometimes we say that, um, speaking in the future or in the past, um, speaking to the past. So yeah, so, um, journaling, if you can write it on paper, write it on paper. Um, if you have to leave it at work, leave it at work, but have a notebook. Um, I also have a journaling course, um, I, but I wanted to give you those two options first, you know, go buy a notebook and do it yourself. Um, if you can have privacy for the book, then speak your mind fully on paper. I, I, I can't stress that enough. Journaling has changed my life since day one. So, and they hold a lot of answers for your future, believe it or not, because when you're stressing sometimes in the future, the only way to stay consistent on the positive side is to reflect on your journals when you are even in a worse state of mind, when you're in a worse situation, right? And how'd you get out of it? And you talk about it in your journaling, like, man, today's not a great day, but you know what? 
It was worse like three years ago when I didn't have a car, when I didn't have any money. Now I guess I have a steady income of like, fuck, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. X amount, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, I have, I see that money coming in. You know, I said that about my business as well. You know what? I was like, you know what? I don't care how much I get a month. You know, I want something. I gotta, I gotta start somewhere, a dollar. I wanna see a dollar coming in every month and then $5 and then $10 and then X and then Y and then Z, right? Whatever it is, you have to lower your standards, raise your standards, right? Your life is an emotional roller coaster. School is an emotional roller coaster. Business, your health, your wealth, your, I mean, your happiness, your, um, your wellness, all that stuff, right? And the way to de-stress and to declutter all that stuff, journal, journal. I have a really cool online journal too. That's really, really private. A lot of security um, certificates on there, a lot of good stuff. Um, and uh, and you get it. You can um, you can get it at the end of the program whenever you're done writing in it because they talk about a lot of different topics. Or you can just go in there and, uh, and grab the prompts. Or if you're in my program, you get access to the members only site and you get and all the prompts are right there at a one one click away. Click, boom, emotional intelligence, boom, habit building, boom, goal setting, boom, inverse communication, boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> but yeah. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Um, okay, so journaling is a good one. Another good one is get some rest. I used to have this problem. I still have this problem sometimes. All right, getting sleep. If you can't sleep all in one eight hours, so to speak, power nap it, bro. I power nap it all the time. Two hours here, an hour there. You know, but but I was. Um, you got to relate it back to something. You know, like what's the purpose? What's the why? Make it so, make it so emotion and emotionally invested, you know, like as soon as you, okay, I have to sleep for two hours. How am I going to close my eyes? How am I going to do it? Right. The military, I related it back to the military deployment, um, training, stuff like that. You know, sleep for an hour, sleep for 30 minutes, get your ass up, um, sleep for 20 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, make the most of that sleep, <laughs> that energy, charge those batteries as best as you can. Take off your socks, take off your boots, let your feet air out, you know, for those 10 minutes, right? Take off your vest, take off your whatever, right? Take whatever you have to do, right? Get get as comfortably as possible for those 10 minutes, for the hour, for whatever it is, right? What And then that's learning more about yourself. How can, what makes me go to sleep quick, right? Is it a hot shower at night? Is it knowing that um, my morning is planned out already, right? Planning for tomorrow starts with planning for today. I'll take that from my book, not my book, but um, from my program, right? So planning for tomorrow starts with planning for today, um, especially if your mind is wandering and you're not yet decluttering it yet and you're still working in that process and you're trying to chip away at that mindset. Um, this is one way, right? S write down one or two things at nighttime before you go to bed for your morning nothing else don't think about past nine o'clock or eight o'clock wake up brush my teeth get my clothes whatever it is uh, start the coffee um oh start thinking about this right write that down so that when you wake up you, you don't have to think no thinking required just do and you were thinking already you thought the night before do in the morning right break it down some more Okay, another one also is limit multitasking. 
If you're doing 10 things at once, you're only one tenth of the percent invested in that time, even if you think you're focusing 100%. Because either way, your mind doesn't work like that. You think your mind works like that. But how much do you know about your mind? Right? That's another question you gotta ask yourself. And I still learn about my mind. I love learning about neuroplasticity and neurogenesis. Oh, that's amazing stuff. Game theory. Oh, another great subject. Right? And these are it's a part of the program. Uh, we, we go and dive, we dive deeper into those two topics. Um, decision making, game theory. That's another great topic we talk about. Um, so yeah, um, let's, let's talk about another one now. Let's see. Um, enjoy time. And I put here, enjoy time in nature. But I would say enjoy time in general. Whether it's in nature, whether it's with a loved one, whatever makes you in your own fields, whatever hits your heart and mind. For me, it's the beach. It's Loki. It's my dog. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's watching the sunset, you know, at the beach. And I love that. I fucking love it. You know, that's why I moved over here. I love the beach. I love the sunset. I love the sun, I love the water. I love the ocean. I love the sounds, the sand. The smells, everything about it is pretty cool, you know. Really brings me at peace because my mind wasn't at peace and I had to figure out where my peace was. <laughs> and I was chasing it, right? And I found it here. Oh, yeah. So Santa Cruz kind of provided that space for me. So enjoy time, whether it's at the beach, whether it's writing in your journal, whether it's thinking about that person. Um, watching that video about that person that instagram video, that youtube video whatever it is you know whatever online um video you have of that person or if you want to call that person or somebody that makes you smile a lot or something that just makes your shoulders relax you know something that makes your body just breathe again you know you know and um yeah and i like to and that's kind of like breaking your cycle breaking your habit loop you know breaking your thought process because sometimes you need a break from your thoughts. And one way of doing that is um, enjoying time. You know, um, enjoying the present moment. I call it the happy hour. So we call it in our program. Um, and, uh, and we talk about that and how it benefits in different life um, categories. Whether you're married, single, divorced, um, going to college, playing sports. I've done it all. <laughs> Literally all that stuff I just said and now I've gone through. I checked I checked all those boxes. <laughs> and some. <laughs> it's a trip, right? Damn. Single, married, divorced, uh, college student, student veteran, college athlete, military veteran, army, engineer, entrepreneur, creator, speaker podcaster, digital creator, web designer, Google Analytiker, data analyster. <laughs> yeah, but I love, I love this. I love all everything I do because everything I talk about is a reflection of me, you know, and uh, I want to be, and I like being self-aware because I, when you're self-aware, you can self-discover. Damn, that was really good. Pfft, write that down. Where's my pen? Oh, where's my voice recorder, right? See? Well, actually, I'm recording right now, too, actually. Never mind. I'm fucking dumb. 
Yeah, um, it's funny because sometimes uh, I'll get some phone calls from uh, a few boys of mine, and um, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, bro, I need one of your talks. I need one of your talks, bro. I need one of your talks. I need it like right now, like time now, like time yesterday. I need it right now." I'm like, "All right, what is it? What you got? What you got for me? You know, give me, give me a, give me a little prompt. What is it? Quick, quick. What is it? All right, work. Stress me out a little bit. You know, I don't know what to do. Um, you know, uh." This person's about to fucking get it right now, <laughs> you know, whatever it is, you know, or um, I'm stressing out because uh, my boss is like riding me right now or, um, you know, I'm trying to get that promotion, but they're bringing somebody else in right now. You know, what do I do? You know, how can I how can I be presentable? How can I, you know, my mind's just running right now. I don't know what to do, you know, and, uh, and I can and I can and it's part of your self-talk. It's part of me um, bringing that data analysis side and bringing everything that I know about my life and all of my experiences and everything I've learned, because, you know, one thing I hate and I, I fucking hate this. You know, I took one business class at school and this guy never even started his own business, but he was talking about business and business and business. I learned on chapter 14 about on the bonus of the, of the, S, of the final exam. That's where I learned the most, you know, how to promote, how to promote yourself, how, not promote yourself, but how to, how to be, how to do, you know, how to, how to get the business license, how to get all this stuff, you know, how to go, how to fill out these forms, you know, not this, I don't, what, I don't need to learn about international relationships when I don't even have a business yet. Come on, bro. This is intro to business, uh, business entrepreneurship. This is not business. But yeah, back to you. <laughs> I'm gonna learn about that later and reflect on that later. Um, but yeah, like confide in a loved one is another good one. Um, limit social media time and exercise and take a break. You know, those are really good ones because um, have you ever heard of that runner's high? Um, I love running, right? I played soccer. I played soccer in England, played soccer in Brazil. I played soccer in college. I coached soccer. I coached kids from two, no, from 18 months all the way up to 18. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's proud. I love coaching. And you know what? I was a really good soccer player, but I never realized it. A lot of people would tell me, you know, you're a really good soccer. I was like, yeah, I just love playing, you know? Um, but um, I thought of myself as a better coach because I love teaching. I love building leadership. I love building character. I love building um, people to understand that um, any situation they put themselves in, there are options, there are avenues of approaches. You know, you can take a step back and detach from the situation for a second and see the behaviors and see the emotions and see what options I have and understanding how to influence people when they're not at their best moment right now. How do I influence them to do the things I want them to do? Building captain character, you know, leadership, management character. That's also another thing we go into. Um, if you're taking our uh, student athlete program, that's what we talk about. You know, if you're a leader, you're going to take this program, you know, and convince your coaches to tell your athletic directors to sponsor you. Right. That's what we do with our student veterans. They sponsored our program. They sponsor the student. So the student won't have to pay. And guess what? My, my business, I'll go, I'll, I'll talk about this real quick. My business is phase two of my, of my whole success right now. Phase one was building, because I used to work at my community college at the Veterans Center. And we used to always get these people, I wouldn't say these people, these veterans who have already dug themselves so deep in life. And we would help them, you know, get them on financial aid, get them in, involved in their military benefits, get them enrolled in this, get them enrolled in that. And then they would go to class for one or two weeks and then drop it, or they would stick it out, right? Stick it out and go. And guess what? That was the best part. And then guess what? Next week we got somebody just like him on day zero. 
and I was like, damn, dude. And I was like, we got to break this cycle. How can I, how can I break this cycle? It's been like this too long. You know, it can't be like that. Why is it like that? You know, and, and I found a lot of reasons why, but one of, one of the things where I'm leaning back to is the phase one of all this was um, the student veterans that were enrolled in college uh, would come to and work and, you know, do their homework in, in our veteran center because we have a really, we made that environment amazing. You know, a lot of great coordinators that work there and, and the people that work there, the student veterans that work there and the workers that work there and the certifiers and the mentors and everything. It was a, it was a great environment. They bent backwards for us and they still do it right now. And they're a great model, I think, for a lot of other colleges around the, around the nation. Um, they can learn a lot from us, or from them, I should say. Um, I'm not, I don't work there anymore, but I am still involved in what I'm about to say. Um, a lot of the times the student veterans would come into the office and they would have to study there. And they were like, man, I wish I could study or focus a little bit more in, in class. So we're like, what are you talking about? So we did a little survey and um, and we would ask them around and we would ask them, hey, what are your main, what are your main concerns while you're, while you're taking your class? You know, when you're in physically in class, where's your mind? Well, you know what? I'm thinking about finances. And this was like pre-COVID, right when COVID was about to happen, right? People, you know, the percentages dropped big time dramatically for enrollments for all colleges, actually, and veterans. And, um, and they were like, you know what? I'm just trying to, you know, I'm thinking about how am I going to get food later? <clears throat> or how am I going to get um, how am I going to pay for my oil chains or you know I just got a flat tire I have no money for another tire or you know what but put fill in the X right fill in that blank put an X there whatever it is there's a lot and there's a lot of but we found the demand we found the hot spot we found the, the where, where all roads were leading back to and it was money you know if we can give them if we can provide some type of emergency resource that knowing on their, that they'll be consciously aware of that like hey if you're ever taking classes and you're, and something bad happens we got you we got you bro because we know everybody can use money for whatever whatever i don't care you know we'll give you the money even if it's just going to go take a break somewhere you know go driving on the weekend up north and filling up your gas tank and going there and back you know, taking a drip down to Big Sur, whatever it is, you know, buying a bike, a skateboard, if that's going to make you feel more home, more, more real, more intimate with yourself, more emotionally aware of yourself, more self-aware, so you can't self-discover yourself. If that's going to make you a little bit more happier and less stressful in life, that's what you want to do with everything. And that's what we were, that's what the whole program was. Sorry, not a program. <clears throat> we founded... We, I co-founded with the other student veterans and now we're um, program coordinator floor, the student veteran endowment at Cabrillo College. <clears throat> and we had a lot of support from the Cabrillo, the Cabrillo Foundation. And we're like, why don't we start a foundation under theirs? It's a really, really big one. Well-known, well, well-known. And, um, and yeah, we worked with the, um, with the Cabrillo Foundation coordinator. She's an amazing person. And um, she helped us out the whole way. Um, coordinator had to do a lot of work, both coordinators. We had to present, we had to learn how to present. We had to get out of our uh, out of our public speaking and we had to do a lot of Zoom calls and everything. But anyways, those two years we, we gained about 50K and we were able to grant a lot of students um, the support that they needed, whether it was at home and personal, in life, whatever it was. And they graduated. That's the best part, they graduated. And um, so Mogressive 
what was a little bit derived from that. You know, I took a little bit of that, sprinkled it on here. And I said, you know what? Now that we got them in school, how can we keep their mindset now focused to graduate? And this is the program that how I kind of started it. But guess what? It's not just student veterans. It's everybody. That's the best part. This program is universal for everyone, even at high school levels. It's, it doesn't matter because the program that I set is based on my life. And I think my life has covered a lot of these different topics. And that's why I talk about them. I stick to my strengths, you know, I stick to my strengths and I promote them as best as I possibly can. And um, the reason why is because I know my foundation. I know my life. I know me. I am self-aware. So I know myself completely, not completely. I'm always learning about myself and I'm always learning from others, right? My strengths are your weaknesses. Your weaknesses? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> the backwards. Yeah, sometimes my, uh, my strengths are your weaknesses and sometimes my weaknesses are your strengths. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. And, uh, and that also leads back to gratitude and grounding yourself and not worrying about other people and remembering to focus just on yourself. Focus on yourself. Declutter your mind by focusing on yourself. Don't worry about what you're gonna wear. Don't worry about who's gonna be there, who's not gonna be there. Don't worry about nothing, nothing. Worry about you. You have enough to worry about you. Focus on you. Focus on your ambitions, your future goals. Focus on your life. Focus on the people who you want to keep in your life later down the road who have been there for you. Or you think who will be an investable for you as a mentor, um, as a support system. Somebody. If there's nobody, use me. You know, send me an email. Okay, here's another study that I'll give you on uh, cluttering results. So a 2016 study found that uh, background clutter results in participants being less able to correctly interpret the emotional expressions on the faces of characters in the movie. Mm. Which basically means is you can't be able to read it as situate. You can't be in the present moment because your mind isn't in the present moment. Your mind is somewhere else, wandering. And that also, guess what? Was the student veterans, their mind were wandering, right? So everybody's mind wanders and you have to figure out why. It's like, oh, it's because I'm trying to do a million things right now. I'm trying to multitask. I think I can do it. No, you don't. That's the worst part is you think. Not you don't want to think. You want to hone in on the reason and you want to figure out if it's worth your time and energy. Is it investable for my future, for my goals, for my family, for the for the people I love? Things like that. Start small and build from there, right? Your five meter radius. I learned this from the military from one of my good sergeants in there. Uh, he taught about he talked about this, the five meter radius. I had a lot of good leaders um, in Fort Lewis. A lot of great leaders. 2012. Isn't that a trip? I was in boot camp. And then I went to Fort Lewis and like they just got back from their workup for deployment. And they're like, yeah, we're deploying. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a trip. I was the only one. Oh, no, no, no. There was one other person from our whole entire class of boot campers. Boot campers. Yeah, it's a trip. Only two of us out of everybody. Yeah. La Villa. Good old La Villa. It's up north. Redwood, somewhere. Anyways, um, yeah, I was in boot camp. 
I got out of boot camp, went home for like a week or two, and then the station, we drove, drove out there, drove up there, and uh, checked in my company. Ooh, man, that was back in the days, boy. Oof. Damn. Tell you what. Tell you what. <laughs> All of our sergeants were like plus 30, and we were like 20s, 19ers. And they were checking us all the time. We lo I loved it though, I loved it. Because it built a lot of character and we needed that. We needed that on our, on leading up to deployment. So yeah, uh, we'd actually bring to that. we talked about military stuff and you have to find that purpose in life and you have to find that why. You have to, you have to dig deep. You have to make, like if you're trying to quit a bad habit, you have to find a better habit. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like you have to find something that's even better than your addiction was to whatever it was, whether it's a social social media, to pills, to a dependency, a habit, a, a drinking problem, a going out problem, a spending problem, whatever negative exit is, right? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. It doesn't matter. Um, you have to be able to find something that, that outweighs that. You have to manipulate your mind. You have to con your brain. And that's another topic we go over in our, in our program is uh, how to con your brain a little bit, um, how to manipulate it or how to use it to your best advantage. And understanding, and we go over the science, right? We go over the, the thing about my program is we go over the best of two worlds, right? Which is the science, um, the fate versus the faith, right? Um, fate says, show me and I'll believe. And faith says, I believe, I'll, um, if I oh, is it? yeah, show me and I'll believe uh, I believe and it'll show me or something like that right so they're, they're inverse of one another or vice versa and um, and that's what the program does it covers it covers the best of both worlds and that's the best part it's an umbrella that, that it's a bit, very very big big umbrella that's, I love this program you know so we talked about that stuff how to use how to use how to use your negative habits to your best advantage and how to understand it to that so that you can um, pull that one little that one little thing out of your equation of life so to speak and replacing it with something better something more positive maybe you need to square it or divide it by something or multiply it by something or add something to it whatever it is you know we figure that out a little bit and that also you figure it out on your self-discovery of journaling that we do because each week you also do a journal prompt so yeah like i said this program is is like it's fully evolved you get that mind frame you get the mindset you get the visuals you get the one-on-one -on -one sessions you get the the full interpretations you get the actual life experience involvement of it so like i said i hit all those senses in your in your body and your mind because just like when you take notes, right? When you take notes, um, when you used to, when you were in high school or college or whatever it was, even at work presentations, right? You take notes. When you're doing a lecture and you just listen, no writing, no nothing. You're just eyes focused on him and listening to the lecture. You're only recipient or you're only um, reciprocate, not reciprocate. You're only receiving, I guess. I'll start there. You're only receiving or you're only remembering 7% roughly and every time you and then now you add writing right you're listening to the lecture and now you're hand taking notes right you're hand taking notes 
now that's adding seven more percent. So every time you're adding seven, roughly seven percent, let's say that roughly. And um, say now that you're recording it, right? So that you can listen to it later again. Boom, that's number three. Right, that's gonna increase your chances now of the productivity later and graduating and, and doing the exam and see see how you can tie all these little things to it now oh it's gonna help me feel good on a friday knowing that my exam's on friday but i really want to go out but if but that's going to determine my the way how i feel after the exam but if you if you lead up to it feeling good already and this is part of these are one of those tools oh i'm gonna i know i'm gonna get the a on friday because I want to feel good at night when I go out with my friends because uh, maybe they're only here this weekend or and I don't want to mess up their evening or whatever, you know, whatever you want to fill it in with. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, so that's part of it. Um, yeah, I think that's the best part is just um, remember self-awareness, self-discovery. <laughs>